Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi, Cindy. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Don. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. So I say voice good. of the ocean. That's what you have been Aww. called over the years. A passion Thank for you. science and advocacy. And you've been, you've been quite consistent over the decades of just advocating for the environment, specifically for the ocean. You've been very successful in the past. So update us on what's happening. And I know there are some new battles and legal battles. There's so much going on. There is so much going on. And it is, you know, great to talk with you. And, you know, we've come such a long way from the from the 80s when we had the dead and dying dolphins and the medical waste and the raw sewage and the ocean dumping. And we've worked so hard. Thousands of people have been the voices for the sea, and we have come back, and the ocean is thriving, and we are seeing whales and dolphins and sea turtles, and it's just been it's an incredible success story. And for and now for for the for the government, basically without any sort of public you know public discussion or debate or anything, is is just paving the ocean with industrial complexes for power plants, and it's without in without any sort of due diligence without good science, without a pilot project. And all of a sudden, we start seeing these, um, these mammals, these, these incredible, um, marvelous creatures uh, washing up on the beach. And, you know, we think it's worthy of study. Um, we are very concerned, and we, we feel that we, the people, um, need to speak out and let our government know that uh, it's too much too fast, and we've got we've to take a pause and find out what's going on. And so I know that there are a lot of different legal battles. I know that um, Cape May and Ocean City, and I, I think it was last week I had reported there was, you know, talking about the legal battles going on and in Ocean City and Cape May as far as they are really mobilizing to stop Ocean Wind 1, the proposal to build up to 98 wind turbines. And they're the, we've described them for those maybe who are just tuning in and haven't heard about this, but you know, we've described them as the size of skyscrapers. You think of, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm reporting from Philadelphia right now. You think of, look at, look at some of our tallest skyscrapers and imagine that's just one of those. And you talk about industrializing the ocean floor. Now, as far mm-hmm. as on the other side of it, there are many who say, Hey, this is so-called clean energy. It would power half a million homes. There's a lot of goodness to this. But on the other side, many residents say, let's find other forms of clean energy. And I know that's where you are. You would like to see clean energy, but maybe 
at least study this before they, I think don't they had within the past week four new, they're offering at least four new contracts. Is that correct? Actually, the number of contracts, I think it's between three or four, but the, what the, the, um, the thing that kind of, kind of conceptually understand is that it is, a, it is providing for twice, more than twice the amount of um, energy facilities than we already have. So we have 3,500 turbine, uh, 3,500 megawatts of turbines being proposed right now. This next bunch will be 4,000 megawatts. So it's literally more than doubling the amount of turbines and industrial than we currently have just in the state of New Jersey. And don't forget that New York is also proposing facilities off the coast of New Jersey. And then there's further ones offshore as well. So this is, you know, if you look at the map and you can go to our website, cleanoceanaction.org, and check out the map that we have on the, on the front page of all these projects just off the New York and New Jersey coast, not to mention what's happening off of Delaware and Maryland, and then up more north um, off of Long Island and into, um, you know, it's just a, it's a massive paving of the, of the ocean. And each one of these turbines is about a 70, 70 football fields of a footprint. So just, and, and we're talking about thousands and thousands of turbines. So the scale is just unprecedented, never mind the tens of, tens of miles, tens of thousands of miles of of cables that will have to be put into the seafloor to connect all these power, uh, all these turbines, and then connect them to the land. And each one of these cables will, miles and miles of cables will have this electromagnetic fields that affect marine life as well, also emit heat. They're going to be uh, doing the, they have these substations that require uh also, that are going to be once through cooling system, which means they're going to be taking life-rich ocean water into the plant and then spitting out cooked hot 90-degree water with, with biocides, with chemicals that kill uh, life. So, you know, these things just go on and on and on. And if you pile all them up, um, you know, it really uh, raises uh, questions that, um, you know, that's why we're calling for a study and a, and a pilot study of a small project to figure out, what are the cumulative effects of all this going to be? Now, um, and I know I'm, I'm a bit rambling here, but it's really important to think about the carbon footprint of all these facilities. Mm-hmm. Yes, we want green energy, but doing something out in the ocean requires a lot more industry and a lot more fossil fuels to construct it and build it and maintain it than anything that would be built on land. In fact, they're right now building the ships that need to be used to build these turbines. So, you know, it's just incredible the amount of, um, of industrialization that's being done with fossil fuels in order to build the terminals, uh, the turbines. And um, I do want to speak to one more thing that, that a lot of people are beginning to know and hear about, but, um, you know, because of the uh, Inflation Reduction Act that was passed last year, mm-hmm. any lease that's issued will require six. For, so that's about 100,000 acres. Each lease is about 100,000 acres. So for every 100,000 acres of offshore wind lease that's issued, the government has to, at first, allow for 60 million acres for offshore oil and gas drilling. And that was my next question to you, because when I first heard this, I thought, you got to be kidding me. 
So mm-hmm. under the, it's it reminds me, uh, and some people will say, Yahoo, good, we should be doing this. I just want to be clear here, Cindy Ziff, and I, how many times have we talked, and my, my <laughs> husband Larry Menti has interviewed you over the years. Yeah. I mean, Cindy Ziff is not political. This is not political for you. No. But for folks mm-hmm. who might be political and might be for you know what these these leases may think oh good you know this is this is great we are looking to you know produce our own oil and and gas and that sort of thing to me what is significant here is that under the cloak it's like the wolf in sheep's cloth under the cloak of saying oh this is all about being green and you know controlling these these emissions these gas emissions (laughs) Uh, by the year 2050 and all of that, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sneak in this little line that actually actually rewards the the so-called you know evil gas and drilling and oil companies, but actually this is this is enabling them, but in a very sort of sneaky way. That very to me, sneaky. right? It, that to me is the the ironic piece of this. Yeah. In fact, it's so sneaky. It was in section 50,265 of the Inflationary Reduction Act with Inflation Reduction Act. So, you know, if you want to hide something, you put it in section 50,265, right? And it was a little, a little blurb in there that basically, you know, in the, in the interest of, you know, getting off of fossil fuels, we will now require a 600 to 1 ratio of wind to uh, 600 to 1, 600 um, times the amount of oil for one um, offshore wind facility. So it's, um, it's unbelievable. It's just, it is just absolutely the, the wolf in sheep's clothing, not to mention the fact that all of the companies that are building offshore wind in New Jer- off the coast of New Jersey are fossil fuel industry um, companies. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, every, yeah, so I mean, there are, so now they've got their, they've got their leases out there, right? The oil industry has their leases. They say they're going to build offshore wind. But now they also have a foothold and an opportunity for 600, 600 to 1 wind, uh, 600 to 1 oil development. And so, Cindy Ziff, when you, when you realize that, that in fact, you know, because you're looking at this and we're seeing the whales washing ashore and the dolphins wash ashore and knowing that this is very unusual activity and then all of the questions about this happening very quickly – seemingly in the dark of night as we hear about, oh, more contracts and we're going to do more mm-hmm. more of these turbines and communities in uproar and just finding out about this. But what what was that moment like for you, Cindy Ziff, when you learned that, in fact, the Inflation Reduction Act, that the surprise winner, if you will, is the U.S. oil and gas industry and that when the president signed it, they said it had bi- some bipartisan support there that it guarantees new drilling in the Gulf of Mexico as well as Alaska. What, what was your reaction? You know, incredulous. I mean, that it, it is that um, and and shocked, quite frankly. I mean, you know, you and you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm still so naive after all these years to think that you know, 
hey, you know, this is really something that, you know, because all the, so many of the environmental organizations have been, you know, promoting offshore wind and, you know, that this is going to save us, that this is going to be the, you know, this is going to stop climate change. So, you know, with each passing day, we're finding out things that, you know, it's a, it's a bigger and it seems a bigger and bigger farce, right? That, Mm -hmm. Um, we're finding that the Bureau of Ocean Energy uh, Management, which is doing all this development, readily admits that, admits that this all, all this offshore wind will not reduce climate change. Then we find out that the Inflationary Redu- Inflation Reduction Act has this really dirty uh, oil secret in, in buried in it that will absolutely, you know, um, allow mm-hmm. huge expansion of oil and gas development in our oceans that Clean Ocean Action has been leading the fight for years to stop. And so with it's and it's just unbelievably, uh, you know, cruel that, you know, something that allegedly is supposed to stop climate change is actually opening the door to huge amounts of fossil fuel development that we had been successful at stopping. You know, we don't have offshore oil and gas drilling in the Atlantic Ocean because primarily New Jersey led the fight against it. And then over the years and as the oil spills racked up, many and more, many more states, coastal states said, well, maybe that's not such a good idea. But in the dark of night, in the, in the buried deep in this bill is basically a gateway for offshore oil and gas drilling throughout the oceans uh, of the United States. And you know, it is, um, it's shocking, and I, I don't understand why there isn't more outcry um, from, you know, from our, you know, many of our environmental organizations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that it's linked to offshore wind, um, that you just can't make it up. That's, uh, you know, uh, just um, from, a, from an oil industry standpoint, it was brilliant. But from, you know, from someone who has been from someone who and with thousands of other people who have been so proud of the work that was done to protect the ocean, it's devastating. Mm -hmm. And so under the new law, the way I understand it, uh, the government cannot lease any offshore areas for wind energy development, for example, until it would hold oil and gas auctions for at least 60 million offshore acres the preceding year. I mean, that's, that's one of the quotes that I have from all the, the government stats as I look through that contract. Yep. And that's yep. for oil and gas drilling. And yep. They had, the oil comes first. The oil comes first, you know, um, and it's 60 million acres, as you said, um, which is, you know, um, much larger than, you know, the offshore wind, um, allowance, right? So it's for, for every 100,000 acres of offshore wind, they, are, they need to first give 60 million acres to offshore oil and gas development. And so what's being done? And, and so I, I just remember, you know, the big celebration, right? All the news right. conferences and the celebration with uh, environmental groups and on the White House lawn and everybody was saying, this is so great for our environment and climate. And they said it was the first federal climate legislation ever. So to anybody listening who's saying, oh, well, this is political, it's really not at all. And I think both, no matter what anybody's politics is, we should all be upset uh, for many levels because, first of all, we were essentially we were lied to and we were all told that, oh, this is in the name of making our air and water and earth healthier 
with reducing, you know, the, the greenhouse gas pollution by 40%. That was what we were all told. And that's what environmentalists initially, I think, were celebrating. But now to see mm-hmm. this truth, it, and I mm-hmm. just can't say it, and I know you can't say it enough, we were all played. We were all lied to on all sides, I think. And so now you have, I mean, I know the Gulf Coast communities have their own legal battles and they're looking at this. But for the Jersey Shore moving forward, what's the latest with that? I know there's a petition with hundreds of thousands of signatures of people just saying, please, just can we just pause and study? Can we just pause? Right, can we just, just pause. pause and study, yeah. Yeah, well, um, you know, we are continuing, we're continuing, um, you know, for that pause. I think what's, what's most important for all of your listeners and for people, you know, for everyone is to become that voice for the sea that you've been, you've been talking about and to reach out to their elected officials. And I don't care, you know, what party you're affiliated with, you know, the ocean is an, is a nonpartisan zone, right? It's uh, the ocean depends on all of us and we all depend on the ocean. So it doesn't party lines should never be drawn on the ocean and we should all hold our elected officials or, or our elected officials wannabes accountable to um, protecting the ocean. And so simply asking where do they stand on the ocean? Do they, do they, you know, where do they stand in protecting the ocean? Um, you know, that's really, really important because that's our whole system, right? And, and the politicians are basically moving ahead with all of these, this massive industrialization because they think um, they're not going to be held accountable. And we, the people, have to hold our elected officials accountable for the decisions that they've made. And for, for all of the, all, you know, all of the green energy that's, that's in the infrastructure, um, sorry, in the Inflation Reduction Act, here is this huge stink bomb of, of, a, of an allowance of massive oil and gas development in our ocean that it needs to be allowed before the so-called green energy of offshore wind is allowed. And that, that is for the new stuff. Like we are right now, unfortunately, we do have so much offshore wind that's already been leased. So, but this is for the new leasing of, of areas. So we do, we still have to, we still have to fight and we still have to raise concerns about the leasing that is being, um, that has been allowed as you've been talking about the Orsted project, which again, by the way, the, the New Jersey just gave a billion dollars of, of taxpayer ratepayer dollars to Orsted, um, to help them because they're, uh, I don't know. I, I don't even understand. Um, <laughs> well, and that's yeah, that's this one a, of the lawsuits. It's a country. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. It's a that's, it's a country that has over you know has billions of dollars of assets that somehow needed our taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Well, and that's I know that's one of the one of the many lawsuits filed in New Jersey right now. They're trying to fight mm-hmm. the uh, and block that money, taxpayer dollars, incentivizing you know as incentives, I guess, to the company. Um, but they're trying to block some of the, the money and the tax breaks. And there are so many lawsuits I've reported on, but I don't know what's, what will stick. And I think all I can say is, and all I can ask you is, is there a link to, in other words, the biggest donors, the biggest donors out there um, to, that, are, that are looking to donate to the campaigns 
of those who support this, which would be mostly the Biden administration or the Murphy administration or just bigger, biggest donors in general who have a pla- who have a platform of believing in environmental issues. That's what I would say here, Cindy. I mean, have you heard from, you know, any of those individuals who are saying, you know what, we support a clean ocean and we support the environmental cause and we might just pause donating our dollars based on this. <laughs> to mm-hmm. me, that's mm-hmm. really the answer here is to get to the biggest donors who just put their money where their ma- and they're and I think they're genuinely I think they are genuine individuals. I think they donate the money because they believe in environmental causes. But do you have any of those kinds of connections or word from from those individuals or groups? Yeah, you know, I'm not that I'm aware of. You know, we're a 501c3, which means we're not allowed to engage in any electoral activity. Right. But, you know, I think in generally speaking, you know, politicians, there's two kinds of power in this country, right? There's the money power that we hear a lot about, but at the, but, but really it's the power of the vote and it's the power of the people's voices that also carry the day. And, you know, if people start, you know, asking questions, where do you stand on the ocean? What is your position on offshore wind? You know, what do you, where do, um, are you aware of this, you know, requirement that we allow, we open up the ocean for oil before we even allow for offshore wind. You know, if you start, if people start asking questions about um, the these issues to their elected officials, they take notice. Um, people can write letters to the editor in their local paper. I think engaging in the, in the system of accountability for our elected officials is really where um, we can make the biggest, um, the biggest uh, dent um, and the biggest and have the biggest impact, I should say, in you know this issue right now, is get involved. Call your elected officials. Um, you know, it, go to the meetings, um, the town meetings that they have. Um, any sort of opportunity that you have, they're all going to be out there. You know, sort of talking to people, getting trying to um, get your vote, and ask them questions. And ask them questions in a, in a public forum because, you know, the, those, maybe other people have those questions as well. And, you know, the fact of it is there are no studies. There, there are very few studies um, about what offshore wind will be doing to our marine environment. Um, there are no studies that confirm that the, that, uh, of why all these whales are dying. The government has their, their, um, their, their story that they're sharing, but there's no studies behind those, behind those stories. Um, you know, just, um, it's, it's time for we the people to all become voices for the ocean and raise your, raise your voices. Well, Cindy Ziff, I thank you so much for updating us. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Thank you so much for the time. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 